G'day and welcome to the Larry Lakers, the Dribbling Chit Chat Show. Well, it's been a long break, but at last we've been waiting for it. Game one of the preseason. Unfortunately, the Lakers went down to the Warriors. It looked a pretty good game, or at least a pretty good hit out. There's a few questions have come up from our listeners. I've already sent in the questions, but the first thing that stood out straight away, the first takeaway from the first preseason game is please don't go, D'Angelo. There's been a lot of talk is D'Angelo on the trading block is that the sort of contract that's perfect to trade but from what we saw today no 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 please don't go D'Angelo you're perhaps the uh, best player there Please don't go, D'Angelo. And anyone who's watching, please share, comment, and subscribe. Take the time to subscribe. We've got a lot of viewers. A lot of people said, good to have you back. Good to have the season. People saw us down the street in the break, and they said, hey, love the show. So thank you very much for the encouragement, but please subscribe. We've also got a podcast, so if you get the chance, go over and have a listen to the podcast as well. Now, here's the questions from our viewers, and we love to get them because they supply the uh, Jimling Chit Chat content all the time. Should we hold off on the GM of the Year Award for Palinka? That's Mick the Inca who doubts Palinka. That's a great sort of call sign. Should we hold off on the GM of the Year? Everyone was raving about this this Rob Palinka. What a genius job he's done. Well, after today's game... I'm not sure if the parts have all come together yet so well that you could uh, give any awards to um, Rob Polinka yet. I'd be holding off on the awards just a little while longer because not quite sure how the parts gel together. It's only one game. We've got to give him a little bit longer and we'll tell you what the next games are coming up in this preseason. But should we hold off on the GM of the Year award for Rob Polinka? Mick the Inca who doubts Polinka. Are Jackson Hayes and Colin Castleton better than Christian Woods? Tim Hugs at Destination Anywhere. Oh, that's a great question because judging by today, Tim said, look, is uh, Christian Wood overpaid? I said, hang on, he's on a minimum contract. He said, I still think he's overpaid. Well, Jackson Hayes, he, he looked pretty good. Uh, still looked um, like he's got to fit into the team. But Colin Carlton came on. It was garbage time, but uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Where do Cam Reddish and Torian Prince fit in from D Styles at the nation's capital? That's a great question because when you have a look, we'll reveal a little bit about the stats. So I would like to think Torian Prince, professional, he'll get there in the end. But I'm a bit worried about the Cam Reddish fit on the early signs. Perhaps something will happen. Perhaps there's a reason. People are available on uh, minimum contract. What about Jalen Hood Shafino from Clayto at Clayton? Clayto, good question. There's some interesting things there in terms of Jalen Hood. He spat up a lot of shots, but um, yeah, yeah, yet to quite uh, make the click look strong. Max Christie looked good from Big Muns at Blocks Tons. We'll talk about that. The Warriors bench looked better than ours. Nesbitt at threes hit. I believe this Nesbitt does like a few threes to hit, but uh, we'll talk about that too. More Demoy Hodge needed, admittedly. That's a person who's obviously been supporting our second or third podcast where we were talking about the Summer League team and Demoy was our standout from Summer League, the one we said should be up for more of a run for those uh, number of times you can bring up a two-way player. Now, uh, who is Podzminski? Uh, Jay Foy, um, look... Jay Foy, that's a good question. He's one of the players there from the Warriors. We'll give him a quick little shout-out. The Warriors were better prepared, or is it too early to tell? 
from Ham's Our Hero. Obviously a Darwin Ham fan, but a little bit worried that Darwin Ham was outprepared there by Coach Kerr. Uh, admittedly, uh, LeBron, Austin Reeves missing, and a lot stronger lineup there in terms of their um, perennial superstars, but they were missing Draymond Green, who was on the sideline, I think six weeks, with an ankle injury. Rui looks good, and Lakers looksy, and all that and more coming up on this uh, YouTube and the podcast. Don't forget to go over there and please like and subscribe to the YouTube. Game one is done. What's to uh, look at, and what are the key takeaways? Look, let's have a little go here. 125-108, it snuck up on us, but they led early and really we didn't uh, come back. We got it back to seven occasionally there and, and got it close before half time. But third quarter, the gap grew again, and then fourth quarter, uh, the gap grew a little bit, but there was a fair bit, probably the last seven or eight minutes, both teams kindly emptied their benches to get some of the two-way guys, some of the league guys, a bit of a look there. And uh, you can see in that picture, Chris Paul was one of the, the big anticipated sort of how would he fit in. Bit hard to tell because Draymond Green's not on the field. So how do you put your entire roster out there and see where he fits into that? Um, but it saved that issue of um, will he be a bench player? He's good enough to be a starter. He's a legend. But um, it solves it for now. What happens later? Um, obviously, he'll be a great asset because they usually lose those minutes where Steph Curry's not on the floor. So that, that should be pretty good. Now, team stats, uh, let's have a look at this. Everything was pretty close. Look, for a while there, you saw uh, guys like Kaminga just hitting three after three after three, and you thought, if only uh, Palenka got off his backside and recruited some three-point shooters, well... Little did you know... The Lakers outshot uh, the famous Warriors uh, a little bit in the three-point department there, 39% compared to 36. Free throws, oh, is it going to be a year of crazy three throws again, Lakers? Can you hit your uh, three throw shots? 11 out of 20, like is that 55%? That's, that's terrible. Uh, 16 out of 25, which is just 64. Obviously, people might be dusty, a bit nervous from the Warriors and the Lakers. But uh, that's not too flash. But this is where we got smashed. We were taller than this team. Like we're talking about the team who hasn't even got the great Draymond Green. 46 total rebounds to the Warriors. Sorry, 46 to us. Uh, and we're out-rebounded to 60. 60 rebounds. And it is at the defensive end. Offensive rebounds are the same, so that's nice in terms of getting a, keeping the ball alive, possibly getting a put-back basket. 10 all in the offensive rebounds, but 50 to 36. 14 more rebounds, defensive rebounds there. What is doing there, Lakers? Let's box out. A couple of times, too, they just sneaky inbound on the baseline, and people forget to cover the inbounder every time. What is going on? They sneak in. I've never seen so many reverse layups on the baseline. Just the guy stepping in, back to the basket, curl up a little reverse layup um, without even having to dribble in. Uh, obviously, guys were sneaking in the back. A little bit of uh, attention uh, gone there. I'm sure Coach Ham will be on that. Uh, out, uh, scored in the assist, 27 to 
21. Blocks very similar, 8 um, to the Warriors 21 to the, uh, sorry, 8 and 7. 8 7 only won the difference. But at one stage, it looks like every time somebody dribbled in, like Hudjifino, it looked like they were covered and someone like uh, Kaminga would get a touch on the block. So amazing to think there was only one block difference in the end. It just looked like the Lakers, if they penetrated, uh, they were covered. The guys are at relying on athletic strength the guys are a bit slipperier and willing to do something a little like a floater or a fallback jumper like uh, D'Angelo Russell and to some extent um, Max Christie looked a little bit better looked less likely to be blocked but going to the the hoop uh, if you're anyway half-hearted uh, the Lakers in trouble Christian Wood sort of uh, got, got himself halfway committed or uh, between sort of uh, pulling up or going in for a dunk and, and when you when you weren't going all the way in for the dunk the shots were being blocked and it seemed like the Warriors had our number there all the time but it didn't occur like that at all uh, in the total so the eye test doesn't seem to match the stats there again the steals we seem to turn it over a lot but uh, 11 the Warriors um, in the steals and 10 the Lakers pretty even there turnovers 17 the uh, Lakers 19, so more turnovers there for the Warriors. But I guess you're, you're biased, you're watching the game, the eye test said, oh, a few turnovers there. Lakers, maybe it's the times too where we turn them over, where we could least afford it in terms of leading the game. Points in the paint are the same at 46 and fouls. Uh, dead even, how about that? Referees, very even-handed perhaps in the preseason. Uh, let's have a look at the uh, standout players here and some of the questions that have come up from our viewers like please don't go D'Angelo all that talk about D'Angelo look he's just uh, the perfect uh, contract for trading he won't be there once we get Austin Reeves back we've got all these guards we've got insurance with Shafino for D'Angelo when it came down to it he was the best player there he was the only player who could um, sort of change gear. It wasn't, uh, he wasn't the best player because he can hit a three. He was the best player because he had a little change of speed, a uh, little bit of deception with the uh, the other team. He could pick up a mid-range, um, slight fadeaway jumper. Uh, he looked better than anyone out there for the Lakers. And here he is, the guy we talk about trading. Maybe we should rethink that one. Lakers fans, comment below, we'd like to know. But I thought uh, Russell D'Angelo, please don't go. He was the best one out there. Christian Wood, one of our viewers questioned whether Christian Wood uh, was as good as uh, Jackson Hayes and Colin Carlson. Not today. He wasn't. He didn't look like he was um, was quite there. And it seemed to need to move um, out of the perimeter like a way to come off a screen rather or pick and pop where he tended to already be out there and the ball hit him and he was already covered. They seemed to cover him on the perimeter. But there was no move to frame up on the perimeter. He didn't seem to he doesn't seem to be substantial enough to screen and then pop high because he's not the bulk or perhaps the players aren't coordinating in with him to um pick and pop uh, at this stage um, and maybe he's used to getting the ball and isoing a bit uh, he seemed to get the ball at the top and um, a little iso but he, he was too far out they already had one or two 
players already sliding over there on the defence. Torian Prince looked like he didn't wasn't quite sure where he fit in the thing, but he looked like he was um, he's smart enough to work it out. Uh, I'm a bit more worried about some of the others like Cam Reddish, but uh, Prince looked like he's patient enough. He wasn't forcing the ball. He wasn't trying to find uh, force some you know, find his own shot. I think he's classy enough that over time, I'm not as worried about Torian Prince, but there were some uh, interesting signs there for Cam Reddish and uh, some work to do there for uh, Christian Wood. Um, Anthony Davis, just 13 minutes, good to protect him. Rui looked good. Rui Hachimura uh, looked a little clunky, uh, but he's a big guy moving to the basket when he spins. He, he's pretty much got a, when they collapse in, he's pretty much got a bump. One of the two that collapsed over and he, he, he got his shoulder into the chest of a few of them, but they were moving slightly and so the foul was on them. Uh, Vando uh, looked good in terms of the energy once again. Um, seven rebounds, uh, six points. Um, look, I don't know what is going on with that uh, free point shot in it. A three throw, he seems to uh, take one hand right off and just be hitting it uh, with the other. Um, I think there's some work to be doing there, but uh, what an asset he is in terms of energy. Game Vincent uh, looked very good in terms of um, his quick release and deep. Uh, so if Gabe Vincent is replacing the minutes or role of, say, Dennis Schroeder, uh, World Cup champion for Germany. Congratulations, Dennis, and former Laker. But if Gabe Vincent's doing that, I thought his uh, quick release and uh, different to Schroeder, where it seems to take a little longer, a little smoother, classy up. Uh, and, but um, the way Gabe Vincent shot him today, he was a quicker release than I think Dennis Schroeder is, and longer, deeper range. And uh, I, even though he's, I think he's net... Uh, plus minus was negative I think there's not much to worry about Gabe Vincent he'll he'll work his way to fit into this team D'Angelo as we mentioned there the 16 minutes uh, 15 points five assists he was a class above everyone else today Max Christie warmed into the game took him a while um, missed a couple but he started to look good. His three looked pretty good, but his mid-range looked good. He wasn't trying to force his way all the way to the basket, and he looked better through contact than he did as a rookie um, back in the day. Uh, Jalen hood Shafino, he looked strong physically, but a little clunky in terms of where his uh, shot's going to come from. Where can he get his shot off smoothly? He needs to hang around with D'Angelo Russell to get that slight fade away or a slight floater game because uh, he, as he's strong enough to get his defender on his hip or get the player on the back but he um, as he's dribbling he's got them behind them and but finishing he seems to get nearly all the way there but that last little part this isn't summer league anymore you've got those big guys from the uh, NBA coming across and he gets in a little bit of trouble there uh, taking it through to that final bit of contact he maybe a little move like a, a jumper a fade away or a floater might get him something but um, maybe the game will free up too for some of these guys once LeBron gets back there and once Austin Reeves but particularly someone like LeBron um, that you've got in that sort of front court uh, means you might be able to dish off uh, to someone as well. John, um, Christian Wood 20 minutes uh, Looked a bit like third quarter there. He looked like he might try and take over the game. A couple of baskets in a row spinning. But again, I think he found it hard today. Um, 
to uh, ISO from straight in front of the basket. I think he needs a little bit of um, plays running for him uh, and he seems to like a bit of ISO or a bit more time to get it done there. And maybe that'll come again when there's a lot of tension on LeBron and the ball's kicked out a little more. Um, Cam Reddish, yeah, wasn't sure how it'd go. Maybe he was easing his way into it. He was just about to turn it up when he rolled an ankle today. So Cam Reddish, we hope he's well. But we look forward to seeing what he can do. Jackson Hayes um, looked a little clunky. It looked like he was trying to work out where he fits in. But he, he looked like that at times with the Pelicans. But he actually uh, had a pretty good uh, stats in terms of the real plus minus. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Torian Prince, as I said, I think he'll work out where he is. Maxwell Lewis got on and uh, a little crossover at the top of the key, three-pointer. But um, no rebounds and one assist. I'll have to go back. I'd like to look at how he could possibly, uh, maybe he's a defensive asset, Maxwell Lewis, and uh, a classy athlete, and maybe uh, he's a long-term investment in that regard. Alex Fudge, who's sort of a uh, Jared Vanderbilt uh, light version, and uh, he got eight minutes, but a few of these minutes are garbage time, this last eight minutes where they both teams sportingly emptied the benches. Alex Fudge. College Castleton and Demoy Hodge, uh, but Demoy Hodge, our favourite, uh, at one stage there, it looked like you wouldn't miss a three. A couple of them did miss and brought down his stats, but uh, he at least he went on and he was willing. So what if we were if somebody's asked us here? I think it was. Uh, Maritz Mo from Memphis. Brandon Podzeminski. Who is he? Who is Podzeminski? Now, Podzeminski is their rookie. Uh, drafted around, I think, the 19th position. Uh, and he came on and, wow, he was solid. He's he, he sort of a... Uh, Look, I guess that if every year they recruit that possible next Clays, the possible next Clays, the possible next Draymonds, but these guys like Moses Moody, Kaminsky, uh, sorry, uh, Kaminga and uh, Brandon um, Podzemski, they've been around, around, and then Clay comes back from injury, gets his shot back, He's still there, and these guys are still on the bench. But today, uh, these two guys look very good. Jonathan Kaminga, 24 minutes, 24 points, and hitting the three, which is perfect for the uh, Golden State team. But what an athletic guy he is, going to the basket and blocking shots as well. And um, Moses Moody, his offsider, also got 24. Not quite as prolific in the uh, points. Wasn't on fire to the same level. Brandon uh, Podzimski. Um, the rookie, look at this, 26 minutes, uh, five rebounds, four assists, uh, 11 points. This guy stood out uh, as a, a sort of cla pretty classy um, find for them. I think he's going to get minutes this year. And, of course, everyone was waiting to watch the Chris Paul. How would he fit in? How would he, would he refuse to come off the bench, etc., etc.? But... It didn't work out that way, of course, because of Draymond being hurt. Chris Paul was in the starting lineup, uh, played the same sort of minutes as the big names like uh, Wiggins, Stephen Curry, uh, Looney, all around that 13, 14 minute mark. So that wasn't such a concern. One guy that did look good to me after coming back from uh, serious injuries, Dario Saric, that had played uh, at Phoenix Suns, although uh, some pretty serious surgeries, didn't get a lot of that time with Chris Paul. But he looks like a guy who can fill in some of those uh, minutes, not in terms of athletic, lateral defence, uh, left or right, the way Draymond can, but as a big who can initiate the play. He can get up the top of the key 
and he can find a pass. This guy was a playmaker, Dario Saric. And then if people sag off him, he'll hit the three. So dangerous player there. Dario Saric probably got a better three in terms of if people sag off him than Draymond Green. But Dario Saric, um, I thought he showed some promise for them today in terms of somebody who could fill a few minutes, innings eater as they call them, um, when uh, Draymond Green uh, isn't around there, particularly while he's injured or if he's filling in off the bench and they're going a small ball sort of centre. Now, who were the best? We talked about this a minute ago. Who were the best from the summer leagues? Our, our favourite, Demoy Hodge there and Colin Castleton. They both looked pretty good, but it was garbage time, eight minutes. Uh, Castleton uh, got a lot of touches of the ball. He was one of the better passers in summer league but here he was one of, in this time today he was one of the better rebounders Rui Hashimura with 21 minutes was a better rebounder and quite a few rebounds showing how physically strong Jalen Hood Shafino is but we need a little bit of work there on his um, shot percentage if we have a look at it here uh, a few of the guys like he was uh, Cam Reddish was minus 22 in the real plus minus Torian Prince minus 15 but I think He'll get it. He's, he's too classy, and I think he's just working how to fit in. So the Flager fans are thinking, why isn't this guy doing a, doing a better job? I think it's because he's um, team-orientated enough to work out where is his game best going to fit in to uh, help the Lakers. So I'm not too worried about Torian Prince um, having those negative numbers there. Jalen Hulchefino, I'm sure people won't be too worried, but minus 14 on his real plus minus. I, he, it looks like he needs a shot as we're talking about. Jackson Hayes, despite looking a little clunky out there, uh, plus seven. So he's on a good time, 15 minutes. And so that answers one of our fans' questions, one of our listeners who asked um, Jackson Hayes and Colin Castle and shown in this picture, are they better investments than um, Christian Wood? Well, I think Christian Wood's obviously got some scoring skills that he's shown in other teams, but today these two guys were, yes... Um, um, the um, Jackson Hayes show and Colin Castleton, he, he, a little bit more of a passer, even though he didn't have the assist there, than, of course, Christian Wood. But uh, he hasn't got the three-point shot that Christian Wood has, which makes him such a... Uh, a prospect. Christian Wood also, despite his um, defence being much maligned, much criticised, did get a nice block in the game as well. And I think the, um, the commentators made quick mention of now, getting to the end of the show, what's worth a Lakers look-see? People are wondering, uh, what's worth a Lakers look-see? Last time we met, recommended a uh, show about the G League that was on Amazon Prime. This one here is also on Amazon Prime. I know it's not a basketball show, but this is worth a Lakers look-see. It's a show called Kelsey, I believe, and I don't even know much about the NFL, but this guy, uh, Jason Kelsey, has a younger brother there, Travis, and uh, Jason's in a season where he's contemplating whether to um, retire and he's got young family more more kids on the way and uh, he's got had so many different physical injuries and surgeries and things and it's just a, a really good show in terms of contemplating career and career end uh, family um, in terms of your, your brother or siblings, your, your own parents. Um, there's a great feature on his mum in the show. And um, 
also uh, having your own children, like where, where does your work and transitioning in career? How do you get to the next thing? And one of the things they do is they've started a podcast. And of course, now's the connection back to the Lakers. Here's two connections. Uh, LeBron has uh, put out on Twitter, when are we going to be on the show? Because these guys must be all from Ohio like LeBron. And um, of course, uh, Travis has said, yes, yes, we'd love to have you on the show there. And then of course, there's a connection as there was a room with Austin Reeves and a connection but that he said no no I think it was just a friendly uh, saying hello but um, Taylor Swift uh, dating uh, Travis uh, Kelsey so the brother brother of uh, Jason and the two of them of course have got the podcast going so a few little uh, connections there to the Lakers but uh, if you're looking for a show uh, I guess you might not be looking for as many shows or books to read now that the season is so close close to kicking off there's nearly a game in pre-season every second day for the Lakers so what's next what's next for the Lakers look October this was October 7 game so October 9 so we'll miss one tomorrow but we'll get another one the next day and a little bit of travel there from San Francisco to Las Vegas for the Lakers there playing the Brooklyn Nets so uh, Australian fans might see Simmons might not there's always uh, some are clips of him um, you know hitting three pointers and, and pulling off all sorts of hopeful tricks fitter than ever but of course then it comes to the game some of these videos no one ever seems to miss a shot on on the uh, summer videos i'm gonna put one out with myself missing all of them and see if it gets a sort of honesty award or something um sacramento kings at the honda center there in anaheim so so uh different for the lakers not to be a crypto and on, but every second day there's games october 13 golden state warriors again at crypto um milwaukee bucks at crypto on the the 15th then instead of a game every second day we're waiting to october the 19th for the phoenix suns so that's a good lineup the nets the kings the warriors the bucks and the phoenix suns yet to go so as we said at the start of the show if you uh, uh have watched this i imagine you've gone through all the other lakers shows and um we had to go out but uh couldn't sort of broadcast straight after the show but we'll be after able to after some of these ones coming up in a couple of games but please like share comment and subscribe and please also go over to the podcast it's on all the good ones like spotify and uh, amazon and uh, all the other ones where you get your good podcast but until that time thank you for watching and until next week have a safe week or one of me next week until next podcast great to see the season back great to have all those questions back thank you you've been listening to the larry lakers dribbling chit chat i'm tony until next time thank you